Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 61. Welcome to <laughs> the Wabi Sabi Perfectly Imperfect podcast with Candace Kumai. I'll be your host today. We shall talk through the second round of How to Get Unstuck Part 2. Uh, so many of you reached out to me about feeling stuck, being frustrated, anxious, depressed, angry, unfulfilled. I get it. These all lead back to feeling stuck where you're at and not being able to figure out a clear path. So I decided to do a part two for you because every week I sit down at my desk and I think about the right topics that are very relevant to this moment in time. And I really believe that we could do a four-part series on getting unstuck. It's super common, especially if you're a marginalized voice or a female, that you may not make as much as the boys club. I get it. I've been in the industry for over, I would say, two two decades, basically, and I get paid far less than the boys. It's not that I don't love the men, which I do. It's that I do find uh, in our lifetime that we will not be able to make as much as the guys. So we will have to work smarter. Here are some tips for this week to really help you get to the other side. First and foremost, I do want to preface in my years of writing it everywhere, Well and Good Vogue, Bon Appetit, Girlboss, Chopra, Now Create and Cultivate. I really, really recommend that we take a break from this happiness thing The happiness train is not real unless it's the wine train up in Napa and you're wasted. My mom did that once and it was awesome. We went to a wedding and she said, oh yeah, really enjoy the wine train with your father. Okay, we're going to go now. Bye. They ditched me. Everybody ditched me at this family wedding to go drink. And I got stuck at like the freaking cheesy hotel pool all day. It was crazy. And my mom was like, oh yeah, we had a great time. It's like, thanks for inviting me on the wine train. She clearly did not want to be with me that day. She was just with my dad. So anyways, uh, back on track. Where where were we? Um, Happiness train doesn't exist unless you're on the wine train in Napa. And even then, that is not forever. You must remember the term mono no aware. In Japanese, mono no aware refers to embracing the dark times, the pathos in life. I want to paint a very vivid, clear and colorful plus realistic picture for you. I, after writing for all of those top magazines, it was so apparent and that includes like women's health too, and shape mostly where people expected me to write about perfectionism and staying positive and relevant and happy and like life was great and dandy and a good old time. And, you know, in America, we're all fucking amazing and shooting off our guns and, you know, going out and doing crazy wild things with our individualistic personalities. And I get it. But growing up with a European father and a Japanese mother, like that was not our household. My father is black and white. I mean, if I told you... (laughs) He must have seen some shit in the war because he's straight-laced, straight-shooter, very clear, 
And when you're a nuclear auditor, I think you have to be a serious person. Uh, And my mother being Japanese had always told me that without darkness, the light never exists. And so that we must be aware and prepared and totally accepting that the dark times are going to be there. So you have to really start to figure out how you're going to focus on the dark times, be prepared for them, and know that the boys are always going to get paid more than you, which leads me to financial responsibility. What a fun topic, guys. Okay, so this is where I'm getting at with this. As far as uh, business goes. I've been trying to save to buy a home for many years, which seems almost near impossible. Being a single girl who's unmarried, who doesn't have kids, no husband, dating. But um, I do think that it is interesting that we save and we can never really break through to the other side. Like, doesn't it feel like you're always on this constant hamster wheel or treadmill? We talk about this in my new book all the time. Um, it's like you're up one day and you're down the next and you can never keep up. And if you are with a partner that's helped you to buy a property, good on you. I think that's really responsible and cool. And the sooner you can become a homeowner, as long as you can make the payments and it's realistic, you can become financially responsible. But for Those of you girls who are independent, run your own business, and even guys too, it's going to be a little bit harder for you. So in order for you to get to the homeowner stage in life and feel less unstuck, let's get you a little bit of financial freedom first. You never want to save to buy a house when you're in financial trouble. If you are not financially stable, then it is not a good time to pull the trigger on anything. I would suggest making sure that you always have money in your account for a rainy day and that you make sure that you put money into your IRA account or your retirement account every single year. Be responsible. You never know what's going to happen. And by the way, get health insurance too. Don't be such a loser. It's not even that expensive. I know our country robs people, but it's good to have it for protection. I had a huge surfing accident when I was in my 20s. And if I didn't have health insurance at that time, I mean, I went to the ambulance, the hospital, the emergency room. They had to stitch my leg back together for two hours. I had hundreds of stitches into my right leg. And if I didn't have health insurance, I'd be fucked. So get it. It's not that hard. Be responsible. Pay your bills on time. Pay your taxes on time. My father has a great quote where he taught me that Paying taxes is not a problem. Not paying taxes is a problem. Be responsible. Don't be a loser. I I will be the first person to call people out on not being responsible and not pulling their weight when it comes to being a good Samaritan and a healthy, useful adult in this society. We could use more of those people. Make time to be financially responsible. Once you have a couple hundred thousand dollars saved, then you can think about what kind of home do I want to buy? Where do I want to live? Am I going to buy a condo or a townhome first? Um, Baby steps, you know, don't pull the trigger. Don't put the cart before the horse. That's what I've learned is smaller place, smaller overhead, save in your bank account. And then when it's time, you'll know. 
Be smart. Work with a lender and a realtor that treat you well and don't let you overspend. And if you really feel the pain that I've felt the last 15, 20 years of never being able to make it or keep up, just know that you're not alone. There are millions of us that are in this boat where we're never going to make as much as our parents. My father bought their first house when he was like 27. God bless. I have no idea how he did that. Like miracle worker. My parents might be the two smartest people I actually know, but they bought multiple homes before they were well into their 30s. And they rented the next one before they bought the next one, if that makes sense. They rented out their former home as they moved into the next house. And then they just learned. They were doing like Airbnb shit before it was even cool. (laughs) Well before it existed. But remember, when we want to get on that wine train and take that financial train to the mortgage train, that's also a little bit of self-inflicting torture. So when you have high mortgage payments that include taxes, fees, APR, all kinds, you have to remember that sometimes renting is a pleasure. It's easy. It's seamless. You can up and leave at any time. You can stay within your bounds with the lease that you sign, and you can be responsible by saving while living in a small place. So keep your chin up when it comes to finances, but keep being financially responsible and shoot for the stars. If you really want to buy a home one day, like I am determined to, I commend you for being a solo small business owner or an independent or a creative doing your thing. I know how hard this road is. I get it. I'm not a boy. I'm not Caucasian. I am fully, well, I'm a mixed kid, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying the stale old white bread sometimes gets it all, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm just trying to be cordial, but really it's a hard game and it's never going to work in our favor. So we may as well coexist while accepting the fact that we'll always make less, but we'll never be less. So when you have the opportunity to save, save. And then when you have an opportunity to speak to a realtor and a loan officer, lender, etc., then go do so. The more knowledge that you have in real estate and purchasing property, renting, owning, the more powerful you are Open your mind up to new opportunities and endeavors and don't let yourself create walls when it comes to being a property owner one day. You never know where these dreams may lead you. I highly recommend saving as much as you can because when you have less overhead to spend, your life becomes so much easier. God, I have been there. Very quickly, since we're on the topic of mono no oware, the pathos of life, and getting into finances, just two years ago, maybe even a year ago, I had so much debt from the NHK show, and God bless, Kintsugi on NHK World by Candice Kumai is a fabulous documentary I highly recommend you check out. I bled out for that documentary. So did many other individuals. And my bank account did too. Passion Project. I had to join the club. 
the club of directors, producers, writers, talent that just invests their heart and soul into a project and then doesn't see much of a financial return. So I will say after being in a position where I had no money, I had to get back on my feet and be smart. I worked every freaking job I could possible. I paid off the people I owed money to. I paid off every bill in full. And I moved my ass out of my big fancy apartment into a much smaller one. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy not traveling or going out. But then again, the pandemic really seemed to rewire and refocus where we wanted to spend our time. So from the depths of debt over the last two years, I'm we're talking like 150k in the hole. I got myself out of that shit on my own. No sugar daddy, even though that would be easy. They're all up in the DMs and no, nobody, no investor, nothing, just stone cold hard work. And if I can do that, that means that you can do it too. I spend most of my days putting together line sheets, budgets, working on administrative work and putting together proposals. And then we put those into action and we shoot direct, write, produce, and then we move into post-production. There's a lot of organization. There's a lot of boring administrative work when it comes to finance, budgeting, payouts, taxes. It is not all fun. And I'm not sitting here making cupcakes all day like everybody thinks, even though it looks that way. I'm putting on beauty cream and making cupcakes all day, okay? And I have Cece here to pay all of her cat bills. (laughs) But truly, I'm obsessed with having very little overhead because this never happens. So I'm enjoying this moment. And then I might put myself back into self-inflicting torture if I get, if I got a mortgage. Cause my dad also said, you might become a slave to your mortgage. Remember that. And I think he's trying to paint a very realistic picture for me. You just got out of debt, the 150k, you're back up on top. I have stacks in the account again, which has been fabulous. We're doing good. We have lots of work in, uh, work in the pipes, and I hope you do too. And I encourage all of you to pay off the debt. Don't rack up a dollar on your credit cards. Make sure you pay them off in full every month. And please stay financially healthy. If you are not financially well, you will not be emotionally or mentally stable. You'll probably drive your partner crazy. I've done that before. I've learned, sorry, Sean, and I also feel in my heart that everybody should be a responsible female or marginalized small business owner because when you have these beautiful organized books with taxes and, you know, money in, money out every month, oh, it feels so fucking good. Like, I feel so clean. (laughs) Anyways, financial stability, learning how to pay off the debt being a responsible small business owner and thinking about my mom on that wine train. Okay. I should probably like do a parody on my mom one day and, and have her on the wine train. I do think that it's important to also think about, Oh, I'm on the wrong, wrong sheet right now. Sorry. That was meeting notes from a meeting earlier today. Oh, resilience and grace because the boys club is very hard to break into. I think it's important to never show your full cards 
while you're in small business and you feel stuck. I don't think you should tell people that you're in a bad position. I didn't do that, certainly, the last few years. I can let you know that now because I'm no longer there anymore and I've learned from my mistakes and I've grown from the experiences. And then I want to share them with you so that you have options that you can learn from my shitty mistakes and help to optimize your career into the right path. Like allow me to help you because I've been through the gauntlet and back. And I really think it is valuable to remember that being graceful and resilient and as poised as you possibly can. I mean, think Oprah, think Kamala Harris, think about Lisa Ling, even Martha. When she was going to jail, she still looked fabulous. And now she is laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, the woman has been able to rebrand herself like a super star. She is a fucking star. I think I talk about her often on this podcast, but that's because she's also Polish and she is smart as a whip and super talented and expects excellence from everyone. She has adorable pets. She lives a fabulous life. And I really think if you look at some of the greats when it comes to females in media, resilience and grace are something that we can all possess. It is free. It's not hard to do. You just have to remember to not show your cards all the time. I do think it's a little bit weird that we are in a culture where people put their face up in their fucking phone and tell everybody about all of their problems. No, no, no. Allow me to be the first person to be your Japanese mom and tell you, don't do that. Don't do it. Talk to your therapist, talk to your friends, talk to your cat. Don't tell the world about your sorry life. Your ancestors lived a much harder life than you. They expect much better from you. You are the daughter and the granddaughter of those who work to pave the path for you, and they expect you to do a much better job. Keep it to yourself. Learn how to invest into yourself. So this is another way to get unstuck. Look at return on investment and ROI. It's important to look at what you are doing with your career every day that makes a change. I don't miss one day of work. Weekends are beautiful because they're quiet. I can volunteer. I can write. I can produce. I can direct. I can do budget sheets. I can do line sheets. I can do proposals. I can work on editing images. I get prepared on the weekends. You may not want to do that, but I invest in myself because I know my week will be a little bit smoother and easier if I just put in a little bit of time. If you believe in yourself as much as I believe in you, that means you're looking for a good return on investment. Invest in yourself. That's what I did for the last 20 years. And I may not have stayed in the same lane. Like I didn't stick to podcasting or a blog for 20 years. I tried everything modeling, producing, directing, writing, books, magazines, publishing, TV streamers. And now here we are. I'm starting audiobooks. I keep modeling even more, even though I'm 39, which is psycho. And I also really think that I have a lot of fun. I don't know a lot of people that get to do that with their job every day, which is why I encourage you guys to follow these steps so you can have a blast and stop feeling angry and frustrated. I completely get it. I completely understand you and feel you. Take a deep breath. 
try not to let the jerks get to you. You've got this. You've made it this far. You've got just a little bit more to go and you're a superstar. Remember, mono no aware, there will always be a pathos to life. Financial responsibility truly helps one to get through life with a little bit more ease. Resilience and grace, they're free and they're easy. Return on investment, invest in yourself. Put the time in on work, get the computer, buy the camera, get the app, get the skills, educate yourself, take that extra class. Don't skip a beat when it comes to investing in yourself. Maybe the home will come a lot sooner than you think. If this next company calls and books you because they find that you are just everything they've ever wished for and more. Talent is something that you can gain with experience and knowledge. I highly recommend focusing on the gifts that God gave you so that you are able to help the world with your skill set. I talk about education often on this show, but my God, anyone can be a fun-loving, cute, bubbly girl on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube shorts. But it takes real talent to be able to do all the behind the scenes, all of the pre and post-production. It takes real talent to sit down with the books and with the boys and at the table and to make decisions. If you learn from the best, and I mean intern, take a part-time gig, work a side hustle, learn from some of the best and be open to change. Keep your portfolio dynamic. I don't want somebody to look at my portfolio and be like blog and podcast. Okay, so it worked out well for a few people. I get it. I'm jealous. I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> I wish I could do this shit every day and get paid, but I'm, I'm investing in myself. Don't you guys get it? Like the first 100 episodes, I would say, are just an investment. It's to get to know you guys. I never wanted to let you down. I wanted to show you how loyal I was, even though I wanted to give up on this podcast 30 different times. I was like, fuck that thing and fuck everyone else. And I know you guys have felt that way too. But to be frank with you, my anger and my depression, my anxiety and my worst days, I can't describe them to you. I can only let you know that they happen often. And when they do, I know they are there. They're happening to you as well. And I have learned on this podcast that when I'm honest with you, you're not turned off by me, but rather the opposite. All of a sudden you guys were like, holy shit, she's just like me. And it's true. It is absolutely true. I still don't know why I can't afford, you know, a bigger place. And I'm still trying to figure out why I don't have a show on a streamer. And I don't really understand why I have to work 10 times harder than all the boys out there. But I get it. I wanted to diversify my portfolio and learn how to do everything well. Whether that was the arts or writing, or maybe it was just being in media and being a public figure. I wanted somebody to open up my portfolio and say, wow, this girl is so freaking good at everything. 
where can we sign up? Because we know everything she touches turns to gold. And although the investment is slow, like I'm not getting money from investors, everything I've ever made since 2007, when I first launched my company, now I have three, but I launched my first S corporation in May of 2007. Everything that has gone in has scaled up since 2007 to 2021. And that is a good indicator that I am making slow and steady progress. My investment into my work means I believe in myself. When we talk about spirituality, and we will quite a bit the next few months, I will let you know that when you find your calling, it will be the most beautiful thing that has come through you and will be your greatest gift to others. Spirituality is this place where it's almost like a medium into a different world. It's a different calling. You'll be on a different level. You'll be so focused in life, peaceful and rested and calm, that you'll be able to see the light between the trees. We call that komorebi in Japanese. The little flicker that you see that lights up from the sun through the leaves. You'll be able to see your calling and it will come and it will work through you so that you will be a vehicle to help others in this world. Remember to find out what your calling is. Diversify the portfolio and work on the dreams. Please do me a favor. And whatever you do in this life, don't let your dreams pass you by. I have seen too many people get married young, have children young, and they were not able to pursue their dreams. It breaks my heart. I may not have played this game right, but I do know that I really believe that we are all where we are supposed to be. So even if you want to start over in your career, and even if you do have two kids and you're married, or maybe you're divorced, it doesn't matter. You can start right where you are. You are meant to reinvent yourself every few months or years. It's called evolution, and change is the only constant that we will ever have, other than death and taxes. How exciting. So remember, diversify, diversify, diversify. There's also a word, optimization, that a bunch of nerdy guys like to use, and I I would say you can optimize, but again, that word is really uh, flexy. It could mean many things to many people. Optimization of the portfolio. So I would say just just learn skills. Be smart. Diversify. Learn many things. Do them well. Blow people away. And when you find what you're really fucking good at, you are going to know. It's like having an orgasm or meeting your twin flame. It's just like, I fucking know it. Boop. Okay. So... Moving along. Excuse the profanities. This is the only safe space, by the way. This is the only medium that I can be myself on. How sad is that? Maybe one day things will change. I'm hoping so. Oh my God, I live in the marina and I can see these little creatures floating around in the water sometimes. I think that's just a seagull, but... Okay, I am going to go ahead and move on to your questions because, my goodness... It has been quite a week.
Okay, I've got a few emails and love letters and questions. So um, please remember to sign up for my newsletter. I'm giving a free class away, a master class with my friend Rosie Acosta in November. So in a few weeks, and I want you to sign up for it. And then please look at how pathetic my TikTok is. You can follow me on there now and tell people I used to follow Candace K when she was pathetic on TikTok. Because starting November 1st, that shit is going to change. So please give a follow to your friend here who gives you free entertainment every week. Okay, so I have a nice question from Zo Chan. She says, I am a college student going through a lot of personal changes, and I'm grateful to have so many opportunities and options, but it really can get overwhelming. Do you have any time management tips or advice on how to prioritize school work, friends, and self-care. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts and light with the world. You are one of my biggest inspirations and role models. Well, I don't know about that, Zoe. Role model, I mean, I just talked about being in debt last year, 150K. Um, I'm just joking. Oh my God, I'm such a dork. Okay. Um, Freedom, options, opportunities are paralyzing. So, Trust me, from the Rolodex of men to, you know, where um, all the shows and books and magazines, my God, my life was full of variety, options and freedom. That was paralyzing. My life has very much changed now. And honestly, Zoe, I think it just came with time because once I was able to get older and wiser, and I had more experience, my decision making became much more clear. And I always went with my intuition. So if your intuition is telling you, you know, move to San Diego, or think I like this guy, and I'm going to pursue him, or maybe it's, I want to enroll myself into fashion school, or I want to become a video editor, or I'm really passionate about TikTok. I mean, let your heart really guide you. Don't pay attention to what other people say. Even my pod should not be taken as advice, but rather a statistical analysis of options that can help you to optimize (laughs) your life. Um, I mean, really give yourself, give yourself a big hug, especially if you have freedom of choice opportunities. And if you're one of those girls and you're lucky enough to have so many options, what a blessing and a curse. Freedom is paralyzing. I realize it. But if you go with the flow and take my dad's words in conclusion, don't worry about it. (sighs) That was compliments of Cece. What a cutie. What a cutie. By the way, for Halloween, keep your cats in the house all week, all Friday, all Saturday, all Sunday. Keep them in the house. Okay. We're going to move on to some other questions. Uh, I had a few emails this week about work. We are hiring a video editor right now that can be remote. We're hiring a DP camera operator if you're in LA, and then we're always looking for talent. If you're Japanese and you are uh, in business 
investing or just in startups, I would highly recommend emailing me because we are looking for some talent right now for a new project. The email is info, I-N-F-O at CandiceKumai.com, C-A-N-D-I-C-E-K-U-M-A-I.com. This is an email from um, a gal with initials L-S. Hi, Candice. This is sort of a mentorship inquiry. I hope that's okay. Of course, it's okay. Remember, I used to wear a headband on Top Chef. Um, (laughs) I was wondering if you had any advice on building one's brand. I'm a chef and entrepreneur and a cookbook author with XXX Publishing in New York. I am currently working on my fifth cookbook. Go you! I'm also a freelance writer, and I've mostly written articles for Muntry.com. Go you! I would like to... Oh my goodness, she said portfolio. I would like to grow my writing portfolio. This is like so spot on for today's episode, Feeling Stuck, Part 2. Online presence and increase exposure. Is it just a matter of finding a great publicist? Fuck no, it is not. Oh, sorry. Obviously passionate about this one. Do you have any additional suggestions? Thank you for your time and advice that you can provide best LS. Okay, first of all, amazing questions. I love this. Um, go you on your cookbook and on writing for Munchery. This is cool. I love it. You don't do anything for the money, right? It's like all passion projects, books, writing online, writing for magazines. Okay, so no, publicists. People ask me this all the time. It's me. It is me. I even have a fake name that I made up for myself like Lady Gaga did that actually takes, um, (laughs) like I, I pretend to be my own publicist sometimes because I don't know what else to do. I, I think when you are truly talented and very good and your offering is so unique that people cannot take their eyes off of you, that people are going to book you left and right. I often say this, uh, LS, I say that I'm not super successful. I just get booked on everything. And that's because I'm really great at executing what the client is asking for and then some while still being a pleasure to work with. So if you think about it, people want to rehire you typically because they like you. You're funny, you're smart, you're beautiful, you've got an aura to you, you do a great job, you turn your items in on time, you always underpromise and overdeliver. These are consistent things that we talk about. The only time I ever hired a publicist was when I had Kintsugi Wellness come out and it was for a few months because nobody got what Kintsugi was. And that was it. Other than that, I'm all solo show over here. The magic is really in you. It truly is. You're going to have to, you know, put out beautiful content, write stories that matter, that come from the heart. Don't look around, look deep inside. Your offering is in your heart and mind and in your experiences. I used to travel to get inspiration for writing all of my books. I never looked around. I didn't pay attention to what other people were doing. And when there were people that had quadrupled the amount of followers that I had with very little experience, and I could fucking slay them under the table at anything in real life, that's all that mattered to me. I don't really care about their numbers because they're not the ones getting booked on everything. When you're thirsty and you're working on your thumbs all day, enjoy. 
But when you're out in the real world enjoying real life and getting booked on the real gigs with the real deal hustlers, that's when your star starts to shine. And when you shine with your other friends, they will uplift you all along the way. So surround yourself with people that kill it and crush it. Keep cheering them on with positivity. Even when they get 20 shows and 30 books, cheer them on. Your time will come. This too will happen to you, but you just need to be a good cheerleader. Keep going. Do beautiful work. You can diversify your portfolio. Um, you know, online presence is like whatevs. It is currency. I get it. I'm a little bit annoyed with how many followers we all need. I'm not thirsty for them. I really enjoy volunteering at the food bank every week and seeing one smile on someone's face that I hand food to can make my whole world just light up. Or my, you know, cat is 19 now and I fucking love spending time with her. I have really simple pleasures that fulfill my heart and my dreams. I suppose that landing a book deal or getting on a show is so fucking thrilling, but it is not the genetic makeup that really makes me light up every day. That is intertwined with work for others, giving back to those who cannot give back to me, and being of better service to the world. So in conclusion, start focusing on how you can be more useful to others and let that be your light. All right, guys, I'm getting real deep over here. So remember, in conclusion, today, we talked about monono aware. We talked about resilience and grace, financial responsibility, a return on investment, diversifying your portfolio, and being wildly talented. When you're wildly talented, you can certainly get unstuck. You'll be able to point your North Star in the direction that you know you are meant to move towards, and you need to focus on the path. I don't know when my next paycheck or job will come, ever, but I am certain that God has a plan for me, and he's been watching me and taking a lot of notes for 20 years. I'm so grateful for the opportunities. Remember, you have insurmountable opportunities in this world. That means endless. Don't let it paralyze you, but rather be so grateful and give yourself a big hug. You're alive, you're breathing, you're well, you're healthy, and you're able, and your grandparents and your parents worked hard so that you could have this opportunity. You are not stuck. You are just in need of putting a period at the end of the next sentence. Period. You're good, girl. You fucking got this. If I can get through the gauntlet and the crazy slave work that media and publishing have put me through for 20 years and still look good in a bikini for Victoria's Secret, you can fucking do anything. All right. I love you guys. I'm out. This has been a great chat today. I often wonder why am I doing this podcast? Well, diversifying the portfolio, return on investment, resilience and grace, financial stability, and mono no aware. They're all, they're all there. Okay. I love you guys. Follow on Instagram. Share this episode 61 with a friend and on Instagram. And please follow my pathetic TikTok. I said Twitter 
last week on accident. I meant look at how pathetic my TikTok is and get ready. Sign up for the newsletter for my next free event with Rosie Acosta coming in November. I think you guys are going to love it. It's yoga and matcha and like fabulousness. CC, we love you. <laughs> Listen to that little growl. It's like a grandma. <laughs>